welcome back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing or things that can help you understand how to progress, how to improve your surfing or how to have a bit more fun. This week, I want to talk about probably one of the most important things in surfing that we all do, regardless of what you're riding, what style of surfing you want to do, where you're at, it doesn't matter. This is important. So I'm going to start this one with a pretty bold statement. If you're not comfortable falling, you are not comfortable surfing and you're going to stagnate your surfing. Think about that for a minute. If you're not comfortable falling, if you don't know how to, you're not going to be comfortable riding the waves. There's going to be problems that show up in your surfing the whole time. Regardless if you're aware of it or not, it's there, and I guarantee you can find it if you go looking for it. So this week, it's all about failing forwards. It's piling on from last week about managing fear, bigger waves, and now it's giving you the tools to to fall and have fun and try things. So what do I mean by this? Let's start talking about this, this concept of falling. And it comes back to if you can't fail, you can't learn. If you don't try, you'll never succeed. This is really important in your surfing. It all sounds cliche, but the sad reality is most surfers are stuck in a comfort zone where they never try anything, they're too afraid to risk, risk a wipeout, and they're constantly playing it safe. Now, if you watch the Pro Tour contest, there is nothing worse than safety surfing. It looks boring, but I guarantee you most surfers are out there doing that, sticking to the comfort zone and afraid to try something new because they haven't learned to fall. Or there's many other reasons to that, but I'm just going to stick with falling today because there's a couple of episodes in the past and the future that will go into more about trying things. But let's stick with falling for today. So this week's episode, I'm going to be structuring it in a way where I talk about why learning to fall is so important to you. And I'm also going to give you a lot of techniques. So there's a bit of the why this is important, understanding where it comes in, and also understanding how you as a person respond to this experience of falling. That's just as important. And the sad reality of this is that this fear of falling or getting hurt can be across your entire, every aspect of your surfing. Everything that you do can hold you back in your positioning, the takeoff, how you ride the wave, the turns, maneuvers, whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is you're riding, this unwillingness to fall or fear of falling or anything like that can and will hold you back. So why then is it so important? Why do you need to learn to fall? And why is it important to relax? So if you're not comfortable with falling, with taking risks, trying things in the surf, you'll never attempt new things. Work on small parts of your surfing to better understand them and you'll never get that feeling. What I mean by that feeling, 
it comes back it comes back to only a surfer knows the feeling it's something you have to figure out during your maneuvers takeoff cross stepping whatever it is your surfing is you have to figure that out by doing you have to feel to understand and then play with that movement to develop that feeling and work on it so if you're stuck in this you're not improving nothing will change unless you learn to fall and what's not said in that sentence is learn to relax in falling it's more about letting go than it is the correct method to fall so an easy way to explain this or view this is to look at it from other sports if we take it out of surfing and look at it from say snowboarding water skiing skating kite surfing whatever it is that you do there's a more obvious risk involved it's hitting a hard surface or hitting water a high speed with equipment attached to you you've got more fear there's a very obvious risk versus reward mentality in those sports so in those sports you'd learn to fall early on or you take a few beatings early and realize you need to do something to not get hurt all the time if you want to learn a new trick in snowboarding or skating you first want to know how to progress through it and also fall safely but most surfers are just hoping they can magically learn a maneuver and skip the phase of stuffing it up and falling and go straight to the point of success success this is really similar to the progression based training podcast episode I did recently which introduces similarities between handstands and surfing if you don't know how to fall over a handstand you're never going to get anywhere your handstands will not improve period surfing is just the same it's important to learn how to fall so you can keep yourself relaxed and safe but also maintain that air of confidence knowing that you've got something and you don't have to worry about it so keeping on with this explanation of fear and falling and why it's so important and for a lot of people they won't realize this but a fear of wiping out is going to invite tension and stress into your surfing well before you've wiped out if you're uncomfortable riding the wave and you're worried about being dumped wiping out the wave closing out on you however it is that you may fall you will manifest that stress in your surfing across the whole wave which then you are then constantly running from fear you're not running towards a positive outcome you're running from a negative outcome and trying to protect yourself you're trying to escape something that may or may not happen and this is going to introduce that stress and tension into your surfing and prevent you from surfing your best and moving efficiently because you're mentally and or physically guarding yourself from a what if situation so just quickly with that part this also connects to last week's episode managing the bigger waves the fear these two parts go hand in hand and that's why I wanted to split this up kind of in a two part episode in that you need to understand and reframe your mind as you start on waves and how you view them and and controlling that fear in your response and the next part is also falling that if you're comfortable with it it becomes easier you're taking one less stress away and that's really important Another key aspect and this goes hand in hand with surf skating or any skating 
And it's a lot of people trying to prevent an injury and fussing about that injury and being overprotective that it dominates their mind and how they perform. And having that mindset is putting you in a situation where you can actually cause the injury. It's where people are going to guard themselves physically or mentally and it's going to show a stiff movement and they'll constantly be watching the risky thing they're doing. So this is a bit hard on a podcast to explain, but what I'm talking about here is where people go to do a turn on a ramp and instead of looking through the turn and moving properly and finishing it, they're looking at the ramp they're turning on. And doing that is contorting your body. It's not moving the way it's meant to through that turn to have proper alignment and efficient movement. You're now being like, I'm scared of this ramp, so I'm going to stare at it and hope that my staring tells it not to hurt me. That's basically what's happening. So by putting your body out of alignment, you're more likely to fall. So this is a really key one of just creating a pattern interrupter. You can listen to the podcast episodes about that as well. And control where you look and what you see and saying, I'm not scared of this thing. I need to make sure that I move efficiently and correctly to ensure I don't put myself in a stretch situation that could lead to an injury. Worrying about that injury will help manifest it. This looking at what's making you freak out, what's making you scared, and not knowing how to fall is so linked. It's this perception of your danger is taking over and you're almost glued to this thing that is drawing your attention and you need to not give it that power. You need to look away from it. And it comes back to wherever you're looking is where you're going. If you want to look at the thing that's scary, you're going to go to it. So skating at a ramp or when you're on a wave, it may seem cool to think, yeah, I want to see what my spray is or I want to see my sick turn, but it's better to look through and finish the movement than to try and look at yourself and what you're doing, if that makes sense. So if you look down, look at these things, you're more likely to bring that into reality, which comes into a very important thing for beginners to learn, which is how to avoid hitting other surfers. It's the same thing where if you're avoiding a clash with another surfer, if you look at the surfer and think, crap, I'm going to hit them, you'll make it an easier reality by being scared and staring at them. Now, this is a common human reaction, but we need to stop that in its track and realize what the fix is, which is instead of looking at them, look the opposite way from them. Tell your body, I want to go this way instead. The opposite direction to them and send that signal to your board. You don't need to be a good surfer to do this and change the direction of your board. By looking at them, even if you contort your body in this like weird position where your hips are like moving away from them, but then you're just moving your upper body in a different way, you're still looking at them and telling your board, I want to go this way. So it doesn't matter. It's just do it simple. Look away from them. Look where you want to go. So that's a lot of the why and that it's about, as always, reducing stress, tension in your surfing, moving freely, but also understanding how to control some of those events, knowing that some of those fears is what helping you 
have an accident in the surf, fall badly, whatever you want to perceive it as, and that you need to relax and try new things and that having this fear of falling or hitting someone is really going to hold you back. The next part, this is about trying to understand your response to these events. Sometimes when you fall, how you subconsciously respond. So this next part, it's not based on any research. So correct me if I'm wrong. This is a pure observation of being a surf coach, meeting a lot of different people from different walks of life. Now I've kind of summarized this into three different types of people that would come through a surf school or who are surfers that I see. And that's the people who want to be in control and control their outcome. Those who don't want to be controlled or pushed around. And then there's those who just go with the flow and relax. Now it's not about labeling anyone a control freak. It's about understanding your subconscious response and being able to mitigate that response so that you can train yourself to relax. So if you're already relaxed during a wipeout, fantastic. But most people aren't. They're going to find it stressful and that they can't surrender themselves or their control to the wave and they dislike being thrown around in the water. For most people, this will come as kind of an awareness thing that they need to work on and that you're not subconsciously aware that you don't like giving up control or that you're not able to surrender to the wave and just let it push you around. This is what's vital so that you need to relax in a bad wipeout. And when a wave breaks, that water and power becomes turbulent. It's fighting to find the easiest path forward and it's going to flow in every different direction. And you're going to notice that just behind a wave after it breaks, you'll see the water fighting to dissipate and lose its energy and return to a rest state. It can be tough to paddle here as you fight that moving water and struggle to get out of it. This water obviously is strongest when the wave breaks. This is what I'm talking about. You can't fight that. You've got to let that run its course and you've got to surrender control to it. And if you're someone who doesn't want to be pushed around or doesn't like having something impact on you, then this can be hard for you. Or if you're someone who likes to control the situation and make sure you're safe, it's similarly really difficult. If you're wiping out, you can't fight that turbulent water, especially on bigger waves. You can't overpower the flow of that water. You have to wait until its energy runs out. By fighting it, you'll just stress yourself out. And more importantly, you're going to raise your heart rate and you're going to burn much, much more oxygen. Instead of preventing the thing that you fear, a potential drowning, you're drawing yourself closer by burning up your energy and oxygen. You're also then stressing yourself out and allowing yourself to enter a negative mindset as you don't go with the flow. So when you pop up, that brief experience now is mentally worse because you spent the whole time fighting it and you couldn't surrender and give up control. So each second compounds and makes it worse. And when you pop up, you pop up with a big gasp out of the water. And that experience is much worse based on that inability to surrender. 
that if you just let it go, things become easier and it becomes a waiting game. So this then links into techniques that I want to give you based on how to handle a bad wipeout. As I said before, it really doesn't matter which one of those two surfers based on control and unwillingness to give up control or be controlled. It's knowing that you need to just give it, give it up and surrender. So try and find some awareness and figure out how you're going to react upon falling. And it's then up to you to find a good solution or te technique. It's going to help you relax. You can follow some of the ones I'm about to give you, but like with everything, you need to find what works best for you. I'm going to share with you one of my favorite pattern interrupters to teach people. And it's a trigger word. So if you haven't listened to the previous podcast about trigger words, pattern interrupters, go back and listen to that. That will fill in some of the gaps about how to use these words. But this one's called roller coaster. And you can change it. You can come up with whatever one that makes the most sense to you and means the most. That's what's important. Rather than taking someone else's word, just use the action and find a word that makes sense to you. Anyways, roller coaster is meant to stop you from fighting that turbulent water and just let go. To treat the experience like you're on a ride in a theme park and it's all just a fun experience. It reframes that negative mindset of, oh crap, I'm being thrown around to expanding your awareness, relaxing and thinking, this could be fun. It's actually not that bad. To do this, just let go. Mentally say roller coaster and just let your body go limp. Don't hold your limbs with any tension. Just let everything move as the water acts upon you. As the water eases up, wait for it to ease up to a point you know you can swim against it and reach the surface. If you get another wave on the head, rinse and repeat. It's more important to wait for the wave to ease up than it is to fight that moving water and burn your oxygen. You can also then add something onto roller coaster, or you can do this next part completely by itself. And that's just to count the time you're actually held underwater. Just count it out in seconds and you're going to be surprised that most falls, we are barely underwater for more than a few seconds. Counting it out makes you realize that five seconds waiting underwater, just not doing anything but waiting is easy and doesn't need to be stressful. You don't need to fight it or burn your energy. You can also go and test yourself and see where you're comfortable and understand that you'll be able to last much longer underwater. So try it. Just have a swim around. See how long you can be underwater. Don't push yourself. Play it safe. But understand that 10, 20 seconds, you can manage quite easily without stress. If you don't want to do to those two, or you can also add this in as well, and I covered this in last week's podcast, and that's to take an early hit to have a really bad wipeout right from the get-go. And the importance of this is that make the first wave as bad as you possibly can. And then you can say to yourself, that actually wasn't so bad. It can't get much worse, so I've got it. And it's all about setting a mindset and saying, these waves can't affect me any worse than that. So this surf's going to be good from here on out. For most surfers, the mental side of falling, fear, 
anxiety, stress, all the things we keep kind of communicating at Ombi is your biggest enemy. It's the thing that is going to hold you back the longest. And the best thing you can always do is try and understand yourself, how you respond to certain stimulus, how you respond to the environment, things like that. And it's going to improve your surfing if you can manage those subconscious responses. As you move past that, it starts also becoming a game or it becomes ways that you can mitigate injury. And when we start talking about that, we need to talk about falling and your surfboard and your body position. So when you find that little bit more comfort and we want to start trying new things, that fear that holds you back is either being held under or it's keeping yourself safe from hitting your own board. I'm going to go through a couple different ways that you can help yourself. One that's very obvious is pencil diving. And that's just a pencil dive off the side of your board. And they're great if you're worried about a big closeout section, you're on a bigger wave and you're worried about getting washed around. You just dive off feet first in a straight line and you try and penetrate just to get below the swell energy. And then that way that your board's going to get pushed further in towards the beach, but you penetrate and the swell kind of rolls over you. It's a very easy one. The next one is about kickouts and it's about how you position your board when you fail or when you bail. And it's very situational and it requires you to know that there's no one near you. You're not going to hit anyone. So be around, be aware of those around you as a surfboard can easily become a missile. If you're working on maneuvers and you don't have them dialed in yet, you'll want to be able to practice them without worrying you will hurt yourself. So if you find yourself getting vertical, in the pocket, about to hit a closeout, anything like that, and then the last minute you freak out and want to bail from your attempt or you fail it, just push the board away from you using your legs. It's simple, it's effective. Just be mindful of those around you. As you surface, the board may also be above you. Otherwise, depending on the maneuver, position your, or the position you find yourself in, just ensure that you put space between you and your board. You'll actually be surprised as you start working on these that a lot of your bales you are making and you're starting to feel something new and sometimes that new feeling can also scare you that you've gotten more vertical, closer to the pocket, more acceleration, different feelings sometimes. Sit there and think about them and go, was that me failing or was that me also shocking myself by feeling something new? Very nuanced one. But the main thing is just keep the board away from you. It's an easy one. You've got legs, just flick it out of the way. Leg rope will keep it attached. Just don't poke it at anyone. This other method for falling is very nuanced. I would strongly suggest local knowledge for this one. And that's about falling on reef, rocks, anything like that. I've been surfing rock reef while back in Australia for the last couple of weeks. And I love it, but I'm also very familiar with these rock reefs. And when I say rock reef, it's kind of like rocks kind of dotted all through the lineup and like one main big suck rock where the waves break from. It's not so much like a sketchy, typical coral reef break, things like that. So when I fall here, this method works. But I would want to suggest that if you're adopting this to where you are, be aware of nuance that the local knowledge may outweigh this tactic. And this is just to fall like a starfish. 
and that's just to try and fall where you have you don't penetrate the water unlike the pencil dive you're almost falling on your back or your belly and your arms are stretched out and your legs are stretched out like a starfish you're trying to prevent penetrating the water and this is just to help you make sure that you don't go deep and hit a rock and for a lot of learners it's that awareness that there is a rock but they're not aware that they're not actually going to hit it that the rocks are usually quite deep for most times and most tides it's really hard to actually hit a rock or you need to place yourself in a really bad position or really close to like low tide waves breaking right on the rocks those kind of situations most of the time you'll actually surprise yourself and realize it's pretty hard to hit the rocks but it does happen and if you're worried fall like a starfish and adding on to the end of the starfish make sure that you go limp you don't want to like penetrate you want your body relaxed and that your limbs can move freely it's the opposite of the pencil dive there's one final one and this is really it sucks and that's bogging your outside rail when you're surfing it'll be the rail that is towards the beach not facing the wave and you bog that outside rail you've somehow snagged it and it's sunk in and generally you're going to be thrown off the board and you're going to go over it and you're going to land in front of it so when this happens be mindful of the board and its fins and try to put distance between yourself that wave is now going to push that board towards you so personally when i feel like this happens I try to penetrate the water and put myself deeper than the board will go. Curling up into a ball, anything like that, trying to just make myself easily penetrate the water and not starfish. Obviously also be aware you don't want to go head first and if you're on shallow water, things like that, there's nuance to all these different ways of falling. But it's about getting myself below the board so that I don't fin chop myself or I get hit by the board. And I just want to be deeper than it. There's a side note about this one as well. And that's in barrel riding or pulling yourself into closeouts, anything like that. You want to make sure that you keep that board in a position where you don't go over the front of it. Now, this sounds difficult and it, it takes practice and time to feel this. But if you put yourself in front of that inside of the barrel that water's sucking up and you're likely to go back over the falls, it makes it much more likely that you're going to hit the board. So you want to have that feeling and understanding and always observing in that space where you are and if it feels that that's going to happen, then learn to try and control it or you need to bail. Something along those lines so that you don't end up falling and the board then comes back over, over the falls and hits you or you go back over the falls and land on the board. Not fun. But again, there's a lot of nuance to falling. The best way, local conditions, get out there, try it, talk to others, find what's best for that break and how those waves are breaking. And after all those kind of different ways of falling, so obviously there's falling where you kick out and you jump out the back of the wave and those are really easy. So I don't want to cover them. Like we can all instinctively do that where we just jump over the wave or we find a way to jump away. If all that else fails... Sometimes we're going to put ourselves in bad situations. That comes back to what I said before, where we're looking at this thing of fear 
and we're driving ourselves towards it. And if we're not knowing how to move, that can also create those bad situations or we're not moving properly. And in those situations, we just need to fall and protect ourselves. So when I worked as a surf coach at Learner Surf Schools, we just always taught crash hat or helmet. It's so simple and it's just put your arms over your head and protect your face. And as you resurface, you can use one of your arms to feel above you and make sure that your board's not there so you don't just come up, bang your head. Super simple, still do it. I know many people that do it. It's kind of just common. If you're unsure where you are, what you might hit, just cover your head. Summarizing this week, for most people, it's the mental side of things. That's the most important part, getting out there and doing it. And if you're, can't, you're not comfortable falling, you're not going to be comfortable surfing. And you're not going to try new things that are going to improve your surfing. So it's all about awareness, letting go of control, surrendering to the, to the turbulent waters, relaxing, not fighting it, and finding some fun in that brief experience. If that doesn't work, it becomes about reminding yourself it's not so bad. The wipeouts can't get worse than the first one. I wasn't held underwater for so long, it's fine. It's about reframing the mental attitude from negative to it's okay. You're going to spend more time on the me mental side of this. That's totally normal. You might not find that you want to give up control. It's totally normal. You've just got to find ways to get familiar. So go out and practice it. When you can get to relaxing and you can try new things, it's about keeping control. And if you lose control, it's about just knowing that you can get the board away from you if that's what's holding you back or keeping you scared. And all of these awareness and techniques, everything takes time and experience falling. So go fall, go fail forwards and build up that experience, try new things and get comfortable falling. If you aren't comfortable with your surfboard, go to Foamy, take away the fear. If you don't have one, go out and swim in the surf or play around with it with the goal of tumbling around. But take your bodyboard, get deeper, surf bigger waves than you normally would and have fun with that. There's also another side to this that I hadn't really gone into for this episode, but I've gone into in a previous episode called What the Groms Have Got That We Don't. And it's that when kids go out, it's all about play. It's all about having fun. It's all, they take that stress away. Obviously as adults, things become harder and we don't want to injure ourselves and these thoughts are very conscious with us. But think back to that and that kids find this easier and it's all about fun and having a play and tweaking things. So you can go listen to that whole episode as well. It's a great episode. Just trying to channel new things and take away that fear. So if this week has highlighted things you're unaware of or things that you want to work on, we're giving you some techniques to help you learn to fall and learn to relax and surrender to the wave, then I'd love to know. You can always get in touch by emailing us at info at ombi.co. And if you're new to Ombi, you can join the Ombi community. You can type in community.ombi.co. It's completely free. You can jump into there. There's our free Ombi Method training program, which is also our Ombi Method book, which goes through all of our training. Gives you an idea of what Ombi is, 
a different way of looking at surfing, how to connect with ocean, mind, body, and equipment. Then we also have our premium programs. We've just launched the new beginner six-week program. We have the intermediate 12-week program. And we also have our subscription with our monthly training and challenges. And now all three of them are also going to have an insider session where we're going to sit there on a Zoom every month and talk to the members of the community about their surfing, review it, analyze it, and go through the training that we're giving there. It's all about giving more feedback to the community. If you're an existing member of Ombi and you haven't yet migrated over to the community platform, send us an email at info at ombi.co. We'll migrate your whole account for you and we'll give you a brief tour of the platform and how all the new features that have been added into the community. Next week, I actually haven't got a topic yet. I've got a couple in the works. We've got some exciting community highlights coming up. One from martial arts, one about big learning to big wave surf and only starting surfing in your adult life, which I'm very excited to give. But next week, I'll be back in the office. So Clay and I might do one together. We'll see. We'll see how things happen. I've got a couple ideas. So that's very exciting. We'll see what happens next week. So until then... I'll see you next time.